Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, spring is in full swing. And for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening. Am I right? Now, here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S. They've got over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries. You know what I'm talking about. Fast Growing Trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant. It's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to FastGrowingTrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout. Ready to elevate your range day or hunting trip? Silencers are the best upgrade you can make to your firearm. And yes, they're completely legal. Silencer Shop makes getting your suppressor easier than ever. Silencer Shop is the nation's largest suppressor distributor, and they'll help get your new suppressor quickly and easily. Suppressor approvals are coming back faster than ever, often in just a few days. Silencer Shop guarantees an exceptional experience with their top-notch customer service, unbeatable prices, and renowned submission simplicity and accuracy. They partner with over 6,000 local gun stores nationwide to ensure easy access to the best suppressors. And at Silencer Shop, a portion of your online purchase supports your favorite gun stores directly. In just five minutes, you can have your fingerprints and paperwork ready to go, thanks to the Silencer Shop kiosk. There is nothing easier. If you're not using Silencer Shop, you're working too hard for your suppressors. The one-and-done solution for your suppressor needs, ensuring a headache-free purchase. Explore Silencer Shop for your next suppressor edition and immediately open your eyes to a better shooting experience. Welcome to a special weekend edition of the President's Daily Brief. I'm your host, Mike Baker. Today, I wanted to share a recent interview that I did with the First TV's Mike Slater. We spent eh, about 15 minutes diving into President Biden's border policy, oh, is there one, and how our open border can lead to serious threats to America's infrastructure. We also examined the different approaches to Ukraine from both the Trump and Biden administrations. If you like what you hear, you can watch the full special hosted by Mike Slater on thefirsttv.com. We're going to go to the great Mike Baker, former CIA operations officer and host of the incredibly popular and wonderful podcast, The President's Daily Brief. Mr. Baker, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing good. It's not only incredible, it's it's wonderful. I, I appreciate the, the superlatives. Uh, and thank indeed. you for my... I, I could give many more, but it'd take all of our 10 minutes together, man. Um, <laughs> so we're talking about the differences between these administrations. Let's start with the border. We haven't touched on the border yet. And one thing that's come to the forefront of this border conversation, I think it's, I'm glad it has, is the amount of Chinese nationals who are coming over. And it seems like they're taking like a different route in a different way. And there's some intent behind this. What, what, what insight can you give here? Yeah, well, part of the problem is we don't know how many and who are coming across. So it's, it's not even, as people always say in Washington, D.C., but they don't really mean it. It's not a partisan issue. You know, this should be a bipartisan issue. They never mean that. But it really, in all honesty, shouldn't be a partisan issue. Border security is national security. You cannot 
stand around and say that as a federal government, you're concerned about your homeland security, national security issues, if you don't secure the border. Right? That's why every other country out there does that. And so, you know, the difference, if you say, okay, what is the difference between, I suppose, the two administrations? Um, if you set aside politics and just look at, at operational, you know, impact of policies, uh, it's clear that over the past three years, for whatever reason, uh, the Biden administration has allowed a, at best, a semi-porous border, at worst, basically, an, a, you know, an open border uh, for all intents and purposes. And the, the biggest issue there is, look, we, aside from the fact that just in the last three months, uh, you know, we had, what, 785,000 or so known encounters, we don't know the number of known gotaways of people who came across, and as you said, they, they could be Chinese intel. They could be terrorist related. We don't know, right? So it's not hyperbole. It's it's not you know being overly dramatic to point that out because that is specifically a homeland security issue. From it, from that right. homeland security, national security issue, should we be more concerned about the Chinese national coming over than the guy from uh, Nicaragua, or is the guy from China coming over here for a better life and more opportunity as well? Well, the answer is yes to all of those things. Look, there are a lot of them, of, of folks coming across, regardless of, of you know where they're coming from, that are looking to get away from a crappy situation um, and find a better life. That's fine, right? But there should be a process in place, just like there is, again, with every other country. There should be a process in place for those people to come into the country and, and, and eventually settle here and assimilate. Uh, and then you've got people who have nefarious intent or are coming across for criminal purposes or uh, in, in some cases coming across uh, from an intel perspective, right? And then that's where your concern is with, you know, is the Chinese PLA looking at this and going, you know what, we sure would like to, you know, put some more sleeper cells in the U.S. or the Russians or the Iranians. And then you've got the terrorist aspect of this. And there is no doubt that the terrorists take advantage of essentially what is an open border or an, an easy border to access. Yeah, we were talking to Tim Kennedy the other day, um, a former Green Beret and, and now MMA guy. And he was just giving some insight into how few people it would take to cause some real big problems if they were placed in the right opportunities with our infrastructure, et cetera. Can you speak to that? Yeah, absolutely. Look, and he's, he's, he's right and it's not rocket science. If you just look at um, one of our primary concerns, the frailty of our of our power system, of our power grids, we have an east grid, a west grid, and then Texas, of course, has their own grid. And so you have those. They were never designed or built to withstand uh, a physical, a terrorist attack. They certainly weren't designed and built to withstand a, a cyber attack. So that's why you can pass by within feet of any substation, you know, across America. Uh, that's why, you know, we've got a real concern in Washington D.C. when you when you ask people in the intel community or in the Pentagon, what are your top concerns? What are your primary concerns of the moment? Right? Some of them haven't changed for years: Iran, Russia, China. But you always get up there as well now is the infrastructure and the threats because every day state-sponsored entities and pseudo-state actors and others with just bad intent are probing and testing and essentially mapping out our infrastructure. 
Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. So the ability to uh, target our power grids, our water treatment facilities, our transportation mechanisms and protocols, our, our movement of cash. Uh, if, you, if you think about it, our financial systems, if you think about where the next war is going to be fought, part of that, and the reason why China and, and Russia and others with, where, with, with wherewithal are putting together these playbooks, mapping out our infrastructure, it's because that's where a major global conflict will be fought, right in the homeland shutting down as much as possible of the infrastructure because that takes the fight right to the people that demoralizes them that that breaks morale and that'll be the intent so you have cyber activity you, you're going to have a targeting of the infrastructure and you're certainly going to have what we already have which is weaponization of space it's going to be a different look you're still, still going to have door kickers right you still have boots on the ground uh but it's an it's going to be a new theater of war that is quite terrifying how unprepared we are for that. We should do another special on that. We'd love to have you back. We do more detail because I know the head of the FBI the other day was talking about how China has already deeply infiltrated our infrastructure systems. And it's just a matter of time and to what extent. Like, will they just shut down our military bases or will they shut down the whole city that the military base is in? It's like, oh, geez, great. Right. And then I remember the Colonial Pipeline a couple of years ago when they hacked into that. And the, the head of it came back in the Congress and they said, well, why didn't you just like turn it on by hand? And they're like, all the guys who knew how to do that are dead. We don't, we don't know how to do it by hand anymore. It's only yeah. uh, by yeah. computer now. So we're in, we're in well, big it's, trouble it's with that. Like systems, it's like the, uh, the, the, the machinery, in, not to oversimplify this, for our power grids, right? We don't build that here in the States anymore, right? Trying to replace some of the, the major equipment and hardware that uh, allows our power systems to work is, it would be a nightmare. And so... Yeah, the answer is they'll do all of the above. They'll they'll, they'll go after the, the military bases, but they'll certainly go after the cities because again, what do you want to do? You want to you want to break the morale and the will of the people. So that is why that effort goes on. And if people understood how how aggressive that effort was to map out and to understand and to test and to probe our infrastructure over every day, you know, a lot of people wouldn't sleep at night. Uh, they deal. The open border is a big problem for a lot of reasons, but we need to put that more at the, at the top of the list. Um, let's jump over to Ukraine. So Trump was asked the other day how he would respond to the three Americans who were killed in Jordan. And he was like, well, it never would have happened. Like, like the Houthis or the Iranian-backed militia would never would have killed the three people. So I can't even answer that ridiculous question. And one could ask the same thing about Ukraine. Like, well, President Trump, what would you do in this Ukraine situation? He's like, well, it didn't happen in my three years. There was an attack in, you know, uh, Russia went into Ukraine before I was president, when Joe Biden was vice, and they went in after I was president, but it didn't happen when I was president. So what are the differences between maybe these two administrations when it comes to Ukraine? And what is the goal here? What's our, what's our policy now 
And what do you think it should be? Yeah. Uh, well, in terms of the differences, <laughs> look, there's that famous quote from uh, Bob Gates from Robert Gates, um, who mentioned in, I think, in one of his books that Joe Biden had been on the wrong side of every foreign policy decision. Now, I don't know that I would go that far because, you know, even a whatever they say, a stop clock is right twice a day. Uh, so, you know, with Ukraine, you got to give, look, you got to give credit. You can't just sit in your trench, you know, as a partisan and throw hand grenades at the other side all the time. There's got to be some willingness to look and see if there's anything going on in the DMZ. So with with the Biden administration, in terms of Ukraine, look, they, they did do a good job of of uh, holding together an alliance, right? And, and allowing a, an, an environment where actually NATO grew, which has been incredibly frustrating to Putin. Um, sure, of course, they could have been quicker in getting key weapon systems out to Ukraine, all of those things. But you know that hasn't been a, a, a bad situation from the Biden administration's point of view. Right? They have done an important thing here, an important job. I know there's a lot of people out there now saying, why should we possibly give any money to Ukraine? What, who cares? Um, well, look, Putin uh, will be in Kiev. If we stop, if all their resources for Ukraine dry up, right? If the West stops giving money, the EU just uh, approved a $54 billion package. So, but that's not necessarily focused entirely on military support. Uh, but if all the resources dry up, Putin would be in Kiev probably inside of a year or so, right? It's just, it, it's, that's the way it works. We've seen a lot of weaknesses in the, in the Russian military and the command and control. But overall, they've got too much of a manpower advantage. Uh, they're getting too much support uh, from North Korea and, and Iran, in particular, in terms of munitions. They're getting, you know, tacit support from the Chinese. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, once again, Pure Talk is investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. Now, you've heard me talk about Pure Talk before, right? How they provide excellent coverage and service with industry-beating rates. And now... I'm happy to announce that Pure Talk is also providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. Look, that's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Bring your phone and PureTalk's eSIM technology makes switching so simple. Or you can get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch to the cell phone company that I know will provide you with outstanding service and value. PureTalk. Just go to puretalk.com slash baker, that's B-A-K-E-R, just like you imagined, to start saving today. And when you do, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, visit puretalk.com slash baker to start saving on wireless at home and abroad. So yes, and then if we all sit around and imagine, because we think somehow, you know, the world's made of you know, happiness and unicorns, that Putin would stop there at, at a certain point and tell you, okay, I got Ukraine back, that's all I, I really want. Um, then I think we're fooling ourselves. And so we are, I think we are in a position where we need to provide support, but at the same time, we have an obligation to ensure transparency. One of the reasons why people have turned on this issue so quickly, look, we've spent 20 years in Afghanistan, right? And so everybody's fatigued, but it only took a couple of years for people to be fatigued with Ukraine after they'd been out there waving their flags and putting bumper stickers on their car saying, I stand with Ukraine. Part of the problem for that was a lack of transparency. How is our money being spent? 
And the Biden administration has not done a good job, as they typically don't with messaging, of explaining that to the public. So I think that's a that's a big issue. Now, on the Trump side, you know, would, would, would Putin have moved on Ukraine? I don't know. Trump is, is you know, he can be blustery. There's a, a statement of the obvious. Um, but, you know, I think that, you know, the, you've got to kind of peel all the things apart. The Democrats would say, well, he's Putin's puppet, which is nonsense. And they continue to, to allude to, you know, Russian collusion and that, that crap. Um, but, you know, I think there is something to be said for an administration where our, our, our enemies, or at least nations that are hostile to us, don't really know how to anticipate what that leader is going to do, right? They, they, they're, they're on their back foot in a sense because of the, the lack of, of understanding or just the concern that, well, maybe he might do that because he does seem a little off. Um, yeah. they, they pretty much know what Biden's gonna do because he's been a politician for 110 years. Yep, that's exactly right. Mike Baker, former CIA operations officer. And if you're watching this on the TV right now, please go uh, watch and, and listen to the President's Daily Brief podcast. It's one of the number one podcasts in, in the whole country right now. Uh, Mike, keep up the great work, brother. Appreciate you. Thank you, man. I appreciate you, Mike. Thank you. Uh, if you are listening to this on the President's Daily Brief podcast, I host my own podcast. It's called Politics by Faith. And the point of this podcast is to help us uh, have less anxiety, right? Especially all that first talk about taking our infrastructure down, that causes anxiety. So the point of uh, my podcast is to take away this anxiety as we look through these issues through a biblical lens. The theme of our entire special today that Mike Baker was a part of uh, is to talk about the main differences between Trump and Biden when it comes to foreign policy. And the main difference, as all of our guests have said, is it's very simple. Trump has a America first worldview and Biden has a global citizen worldview. That America first, that's not just a snappy little campaign slogan like hope and change was with Obama. That, that, that is a worldview. It is how to look at problems around the world. And so is global citizen. Right? Global citizen, maybe it sounds like a good thing to people who aren't thinking. It's very kumbaya. We're all in this together. It sounds very nice. But globalization doesn't have a great look in the Bible, right? First of all, there's, there's examples in the Bible of, of a globalized uh, effort uh, of, through military conquest. Look at the Assyrian Empire. They tried to do it. World conquest isn't very nice. The Nazis also wanted a one-world government, their government. Same with the Marxists and the communists since. But it's an ancient desire. Even this desire to all be the same. We have the Tower of Babel, 21st century BC. Rather than fill the earth as God commanded, mankind rebelled and centralized in one city and tried to make a name for themselves with this tower up to the sky. And it was led by King Nimrod, which means rebel. God scattered the people for their rebellion. And then King Nebuchadnezzar, King Nebuchadnezzar, he dreamed of globalization under his own reign. He'd be the king, of course. Didn't go well for him. The history of mankind is the history of empires under evil rulers. Why do we think that our newfangled world vision, one world vision, would be any different? Maybe it'll look nicer getting there. It'll be very shiny and uh, fancy new technology, no doubt. But the end result will be the exact same. So in conclusion to our special, I'm, I'm here to give permission. It is okay to have different nation states and to defend the interest of yours. Just like, especially when your nation state wants to live life just like individual Christians should, want to live quiet and peaceable lives. 
You're not a bad person for opposing globalization or for, being a, for not wanting to be a global citizen. It's okay to believe in and advocate for America first. More on our podcast, Politics by Faith. Also, Breitbart News Daily on SiriusXM Patriot every weekday, which we simulcast right here starting at 7 a.m. every morning right here on The First TV. That was my interview with Mike Slater. I hope you found our discussion enlightening and informative and possibly entertaining. A huge thanks to Mike for joining us and providing his unique perspective. As I said earlier, if you like what you heard, check out the full special hosted by Mike Slater on thefirsttv.com. Thanks for tuning in to this special edition of the President's Daily Brief. I'm Mike Baker. I'll be back on Monday. Until then, stay informed, stay safe, stay cool. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are, and it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available.